Look, if you don't want to make that change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's a definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Imagery retired. Just take a second. Would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, Honestly, oh, cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking best job I ever had. Happy Saturday, everybody. What's up? Welcome to episode 119 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Dara with Milk Crew. And today I'm joined by Buddy and 
Nick's, where's Nick? Where's Nick? Nick's playing with Nick. Oh, playing yeah, he's, he's too good for us. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ditched us. Yeah. Doing, uh, hey, Nick. Yeah. yeah. Do we don't have a picture of Nick we can put up or like a little stuffed animal or no, something? No, we don't want that. We don't want to ruin the show. But um, yeah, <laughs> people would start logging off. Already. They would. They would. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll see you tonight, Nick, in case you're watching. But uh, thanks for, uh, you know. Nick's picture would be belligerent at this yeah. point. He's probably had so much to drink. Right. <laughs> He'd be cross-eyed. We could have sang happy birthday to him. We could have had cake. It is. It is his birthday today. Is today his birthday yeah. or is this just his birthday weekend? Maybe it's his birthday weekend. I don't know. I feel like I should know. Right? <laughs> you know what? I don't feel like you don't really should. have to know if you're celebrating. Like that's true. Guys there. never know other people's birthday. They're like, oh my birthday is coming up. And they're like, well, okay, but then here's a beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never like anything special. We never have birthday cake. I, I feel like you're right. Cause I got yeah. like with girls is different. Like I asked my daughter and she's twelve, like she knows all of her friends' birthdays. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They know. Yeah. It's they're important. Like, now celebrate their birthday. Oh, so you don't even have to. You don't have to show up tonight. No, we don't. Like, hey, bro, you found out it's not even your birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyhow, I usually no, we do a conspiracy. But uh, I had a conversation with Buddy about this yesterday. I know for everybody that's watching, if you guys have been following the whole TikTok debacle um, that's going on, they had the guy. I forgot his name, but he had to testify in front of Congress and everything. And there are some pretty funny videos floating around. Um, and I, I personally think he handled himself pretty well. Uh, Buddy's got a different take on the whole thing and big Chinese conspiracy, but it's not a conspiracy. Um, I think, but I think like I think he handled himself well, and I think they like they gave him a lot of heat, and like they didn't treat Zuckerberg that way. And I feel like all the other social media platforms do the exact same thing with like stealing your data and everything. But I don't suggest I wouldn't suggest that it's China like working the algorithms and everything to like dumb us down or I know you got a whole take on this, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's that serious, honestly. And buddy thinks it's like this huge China thing and Illuminati and all kinds of stuff. So I never said any of the, well, you said that when you were stuff. drunk last night. I so. did not. No. <laughs> we were too busy last night dealing with weird furry dudes that were coming up and rubbing their bellies and freaking chest hair all over you. So I don't know how you could have. That's been- how you celebrate. But yeah, so I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think I don't think they should ban it. Like we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have all other kinds of social media platforms, and I don't understand why they're attacking them specifically. Because um, Facebook started with their reels then after TikTok came out to kind of follow suit. So like, why aren't they catching heat? So I don't know. What's everybody's take on that? I'm gonna let the guests go first. I, I don't know if you followed any of it. Like, should uh-huh. we should we ban TikTok in the U.S. or like? Why do you think they're trying to do that? Do you think it's a big Chinese like government like conspiracy that they're infiltrating us through our phones and, you know, getting information and all that stuff? Or like, what's the deal? What do you think is going on with that? I mean, if you think about it across the board, if if TikTok is the way to destroy our national defense, then it deserves to be destroyed. (laughs) if If that's the gateway drug to get into, you know, all of our all of our lives, all, everything that's going on. So, I mean, is there probably some shenanigans? Potentially, but I think in any kind of engagement, especially now what we do online in the cyber world, like there's there's things that get passed through that, you know, are meant to be, you know, malicious. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I think, I don't think that's going to be the thing that that is is the hard hitting thing that takes us down. I, re- I don't lose any sleep over TikTok. I don't, I'm not on TikTok. I don't watch TikTok. 
we have a TikTok. We have a TikTok channel as well. I, yeah. I watch occasionally. I think there's some cool videos. You can on get there. lost on there, man. Oh, you can. You can. You're like you go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and you're like, you look at the time. Holy fuck! I've been on TikTok. Yeah, right I'm now. watching some old lady make pasta. From, <laughs> like, I, like I don't care about any of that. Yeah. But I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have learned a lot of things off TikTok. Like exactly. I know that let's drill a hole, and I've already drilled a hole that I could put like another piece of inside my hole drill. Yeah, my hole saw, and it'll your it'll TikTok channel it. is lit. Yeah, you have great. conversations with yourself on there. Yeah, yeah. You answer like your own, own my own TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So see, so yeah. they're helping you find yourself. They're yeah. they're helping you well, well, learn my, things. My my take on it is that like TikTok. Basically, Facebook and Instagram are are like they're the they're the equivalent of TikTok, except for the we control Facebook and Instagram. Like we can call, depending on what party you're on, I was you can call and, and talk to old Mark and and have what you want manipulated. And they're our own, and we're worried about those manipulating our elections and manipulating mm -hmm. like whatever because you can change the algorithm so that people are targeted like you target a group or a, di a, a demographic yep. of people and get them to act on information that may or may not be true right i agree well, with that tiktok is a chinese company controlled by the chinese government and we've used facebook and other countries to basically sow the seeds or make the environment so that the people in the country wanted to overthrow their government why would we think that China would do anything less here? The other problem I see with it, and, and like I don't think that TikTok is like they, they have the technology to like see if your pupils are dilated. Yeah, you saw that video yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. his pupils yeah. dilated. He must have really liked that video. Yeah, Let's show more of those videos. Like I don't think that's a thing, but I do think that especially as as cancel culture centered as we've gotten. How easy would it be for China to like have a dossier on people who are coming up like politically and publicly mm -hmm. in the world and like just keep an eye on their TikTok thing? And then at some point when they're trying to do something, be like, hey, remember these TikToks that you made that are problematic? Like, yeah, you could do that now with anything yeah. across well, the board. You could, but you could also have an entire mountain worth of, of evidence. Plus, if you've like, I didn't even realize this until I saw it on another show. But if you read TikTok's like terms of service, it's not their terms of service when you use the app aren't limited to the app itself. Like they can you're signing when you agree to it to like allow them to like use your IP address and check out what you're looking at on anything that's attached to that IP address or that uses that IP address and then keystrokes and what you're searching for any other way. So like, I mean, Google does all that stuff just like with brands and, you know, like it's all in there. Like the whole well, thing. That's, that. yeah, that's advertising yeah. as opposed to pushing collecting out a data yeah, I guess. in order to. Well, what we see is advertising, but okay. we don't really know, you know, we, when usually you were saying yeah. like all the other company companies are us. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that either because I don't know who's running. I mean, yeah, okay, Mark's at the head of everything, but there's so many things going on with these tech companies and these cyber companies, and and yeah. you know, it comes down to our entertainment, but at what cost? So, right, right. yeah, well, I don't think banning any company 
in a free market is a as a as a bright. Thing and one of their do. biggest headquarters is actually in California. But you and can't they, regulate like, what Americans are hired. They work there. It's like yeah. if, if they're forced to to share their algorithm so that you can at least have somebody like a third party, which is what the guy actually said on the on, yeah. on some of those things, like to have a third party come in and basically audit the algorithm mm-hmm. to make sure that everything is on the up and up then then whatever. But it's not like it's it does it, it definitely has the potential to be problematic for the government and for America like in the future. But instead of just banning it, because that sets a precedent that's kind of a little bit on the like crazy side extreme instead of banning yeah. what if they're upset you know because they use facebook to spy on us and everything and now tiktok came in and now they're not able to spy on us as much anymore i mean nobody is using that, facebook that is part of you know yeah yeah i don't know well great a lot company. of it's about yeah. social control yeah of course of yeah. course yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh, that kind of leads into my my honesty cap. You got an honesty doing, cap oh, oh i do i oh, do have an honesty okay. cap and it's all about tiktok um, have you, Gary, have you been on, uh, on TikTok and seen the new, like, filter that, like, shows what you look like? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, I haven't seen that. Oh, my God. Well, I have. I have. And it's all over the place. But what they'll do is, like, these people, like, they do this filter and it, like, shows, it basically makes you look 20 years younger. So, like, what you look like as a teenager and then you're, huh. more, like, below it. Which is great. It's, it's kind of cool. It's yeah. pretty funny. Like I did it once. I didn't make a video. I just did it to be like, oh, I'm gonna make man. a video. For did it look like you? No, no, it didn't at all look like me. I was like, I didn't have a beard at 15. Yeah. So it made you a better, a better you 20 years. Yeah, ago. no, because it was a weird flesh colored like, <laughs> thing all over the place. And I was like, that's like not, you don't know me. That's not at all good. And, uh, but but like they'll they'll make these like recordings and they're like talking yeah, to yeah. the person like 30 years ago and they're crying and all dramatic yeah. and it's just like you're gonna make all, it you're gonna do well first of all you're gonna go through a lot of hard wire yeah <laughs> it's gonna be okay you're gonna you're strong yeah, like it's really not the fact that you're talking to yourself it's not it's, it's never gonna be okay you're yeah. never gonna be okay infuriating that they cry and i think it's infuriating that like you just pull, pull it like you had to get a fifteen hundred dollar iphone yeah and yeah. log on when you could have just gotten a high school picture and looked at it and been like, oh, that's yeah. what. And said that shit to the actual you. Yeah, like what you actually look like from 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put it on your mirror, same effect. It's the analog yeah. version. Right away. Try it out. It's ridiculous. Like, stop. Just pull up a picture and talk to it. Yeah. And a, you, the person that you were 30 years ago ain't hearing it. It's not like you're like, like like you were just walking around and all of a sudden there's a it. voice in your head that's like, I'm going to be great. But again, years. it's TikTok. They did that uh, purposely so people make videos. Oh, you know? and they do. And they do. And they do. Definitely. And they do. They get suckered in. But you know what? A lot of TikTok, it's just, it's like natural selection. Mm-hmm. In a way, like, it's, it doesn't bother me at all that certain people, like, they're going to ruin their lives because they're on TikTok now, making things now that later on are going to be so irrelevant and make them look so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, it's, it's not even, we don't even need the Chinese government to make us look bad. We do it all ourselves. So, uh, their help to like, yeah, we don't need any help. See, That's the thing. All of those people were always around. Like there's always, even in the seventies and the fifties, 
forties. They were they were ridiculous, weird people. We just every, gave them a platform. Now they yeah, have a, but, a platform but we to see them every day in our house, right? Like spewing like whatever idiotic thing they want to do, right. or watching themselves from thirty years ago crying because like we made it. <laughs> Sorry, you got you so triggered, oh, man. Like, but you really didn't. You really didn't make it because look, uh, you're still <laughs> literally three trailers down, Karen. It's like, chill out. Like, <laughs> gonna be all right. It's insane. Who's, who's What up, Husto? Husto said in the chat, I had I had installed it and then had to uninstall it as it as I went down the rabbit hole. So yeah, yeah. Well, I did the same thing. I took uh, I took Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff off of my like. Sc- well, recruiting the man made it completely illegal. Like well, they couldn't military even, military. Uh, How are there so many people though? Like like the TikTok sergeant major, like who has like a channel, has got like half oh, yeah. a million followers. I have no idea. It's it's a it's a very fine line because even when I was in recruiting for the Air Force, so I used to use Facebook to mm-hmm. stalk applicants. Yeah, yeah no, like, I just left recruiting command and yeah. we use Facebook, Instagram, all that. Good oh stuff. yeah, you use all of it, and then we use it for our marketing. So there's like good ways to use it, and then there's but again, there you have those special people who they don't understand that fine line. No matter what well, it is, the military's all I mean, over TikTok. Though. The, the, the oh yeah, is on it, but they're also you see these privates that are going on there, like yeah, on CQ, and they're like going yeah, live on TikTok. But they're they're <laughs> completely lost on how to regulate TikTok. They yeah. have no idea what they can and can't do, and there's That's no guidance when sit down. So you'll get some that are like what you kind of want. So yeah, you know, people that are recruiting or advertising for the military, or whatever, and then you get like you know the 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 annoyed e4 that's like yeah man like i'm getting kicked out of the army and all i did was rob some strippers or doing like a tiktok dance video on the flight line yeah yeah or you know or even (laughs) worse like like the the dudes that used to show up in the gym with like their split shirt and like uh, now they're i know you do i <laughs> but, I'm wearing it right uh, now under this. Now they're the man's got Now they're in their uh, now they're in their freaking uniform with a split t-shirt. Oh. Lifting the you know, like chicks that are you know like it's one thing like if you want to like if you want to sexualize yourself, fine, yeah, do it. It's your body, of course. You have the right to do whatever yeah. you want to. Yeah. If you want to wear a bikini on TikTok, wear a bikini on TikTok, but don't sexualize yourself. In the uniform, I get it. No, people don't have that. I have a friend right now investigating this chick who had a fans only page, but was oh. in her uniform, like just straight up, just living her best life, getting two checks. Yeah, some of those girls make in uniform make millions. Oh no, I'm pretty sure she's not hardshipped at all about. If she gets kicked out of the military, no, no, yeah, she'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. She'll, 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 you know, all those girls make millions. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not ridiculous at all. Like, I'm all for ridiculous for them. Like, even like the you feet under shit. There's like, like oh yeah, the, the foot shavings or yeah. you know, some crazy stuff to get Ooh, money for stuff. Yeah. People are weird, like, but yeah. that's why it bothers me when I see people talk about I can't find a job. The hell you can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Take a picture, nasty ass piece. I saw an article the other day, <laughs> and we're gonna get to the guest here, obviously, here in a sec. But I saw an article the other day. You remember that 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 cash me outside? How about that? that yeah, the, the Doctor Phil chick or whatever her name is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Easy. But I saw an article on her the other day, and she made fifty million through She's OnlyFans. Rich. She turned eighteen, 
it's kind of sick because obviously people were following her when she was 14, 15. But oh, people were waiting. And people I was were waiting, like, but she turned 18. And now she's a, like, it was like 50 million. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. people like, did she embarrass herself? Yeah. But yeah. Did she hey, care? Making that bread. Making that money. Like, how about it? Yeah. But that was <laughs> crazy. rolling around her Bentley. I'm pretty sure she's not worried about what you think about her catch me outside. Oh, a beautiful house. I, she does like buy like, she gets like scholarships for kids and stuff. Like I guess she's maybe changed a little bit. I don't know. I don't, I don't really follow her. There's a there's a there's also a tax write-off. Yeah. yeah, it was a character she was playing anyway. Yeah, like really yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Anyway. Yeah, like which is only messed up because and that part is only jacked up because then like people, particularly like young people, young kids. Um, and especially girls see it. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I'm going to do the same thing. It's like, well, first of all, she was like the first person or, you know, one yeah. of the first groups to do it. So she made $50 million. You're yeah. not going to make $50 yeah. million. Cliff, our mental health warrior. What's up, Cliff? He said, I had an OnlyFans, but I had to pay them to keep the account. <laughs> <laughs> he was the and only one watching. I'm, I'm, I guess he's referring to OnlyFans. He said, I tried that. And uh, and I was banned. Bikinis don't fit me well. <laughs> he probably should he wear was them. his only subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> I went into debt on my own account. Clifford yeah. Bauman. Okay, Cliff. Yeah. But anyway, we should uh, get to our guest. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so our guest. Yeah. Hello. Uh, Sergeant. Well, I can't Major. wait. I can't Sergeant wait for this. Your um. Sergeant Airman. 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 Air God. Didn't they change Air that? God. Goddess. Is it air goddess? And then it's like but it's like air person now. Is that what they're doing? No, the master, 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 master sergeant, master, major, <laughs> air. And by the way, if you see a, a master sergeant major general air. in the air force, yeah. they look like they have the sleeve of yeah. a of a, a, a South American general. Like it's <laughs> they actually have to go to like ten like a tiger. To get their rank zone on, they have to like. There are thousands of little Taiwanese children. That's all they do all day. It's like a little sweat shop. We do not believe in child labor. We Air Force rank. Well, not what our. That's what our airmen do. We have our airmen. Conus, Conus, of course you don't. But to get that rank zone on, you got to have that and like one of those big. We should start that as a conspiracy. That they like roll the streets out with. That's what earns that that pact. We need to start that as a conspiracy. It's still, I feel like a lot of hateration, just a lot of like. Well, I just don't understand why you have like. First of all, there there are a couple things I don't understand. One is why the Navy, why the Navy and the Air Force have camouflage uniforms. Like, who are you hiding from? There's nobody. My supervisor. (laughs) (laughs) like you don't know me yeah you don't know what i gotta do to survive major 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 daryl we gotta get out of here she's gotta when my lunch break extends the time it's supposed to be i gotta navigate my way back in the building (laughs) she's gonna catch me anyway she's from uh she's from milk which uh which soft launched and uh but basically helps uh, veterans find uh, jobs. And it's like a network really is what, uh, what, what kind of I read about. It's like a network that you guys are creating like a community um, to, uh, to help veterans kind of like work within themselves to find jobs and uh, support each other. Is that, is that correct? Is that about it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Who, still, who got- still has your back? And I should have said that who still was in the air force as well. Um, 
we're just jealous because uh, you guys had air conditioned tents. Yeah. Yeah. Air conditioned. I'm pretty sure that I saw an. I, I I'm almost certain when I was in uh, Kuwait getting ready to go to Iraq once, I saw an, an Air Force private who had an, a lower ranking private carrying an air conditioner by them. Just so when they were walking out, bringing it, it's bringing it to my tent, yeah. doing right. I think they had those bubble. Balls. I never saw Air Force. They had deployments. bubble balls, and they were just like hamstering it around. But the bubble <laughs> balls had air. I never saw Air Force on the deployment. They always kept them far away from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. were you in Katrina? Real quick before. No, I I was in school. Oh yeah, we when we, when we deployed to Katrina, um, <laughs> they had Air Force on the base, and they had advised the Air Force to stay away from the eighty second. Yeah, a bunch of baby killers. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and they were like staying in nice hotels while we were in this. We only had so many immunizations, so we had to make sure that you know we could go the length. Nine months later, there were a bunch of yeah. Well, even in like Kuwait and stuff, I never saw the Air Force. They stayed on like their own little port section on base, you know. But anyway, welcome to the dumpster fire that is already. I love it. I love it. And uh, yeah, just tell us what you do. Tell us a little bit about, you know, your time in the Air Force as well, how many years. And uh, yeah, the floor is yours. Well, hi to the whole um, veteran trash talk world and everyone that's out there listening. Uh, This moment is really important to me. One, because I like to meet like-minded people and people that support our veteran community. So I really appreciate that. Um, But ultimately, yeah, retired from the Air Force July of 2021. Um, I did 22 years in the Air Force. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Half of it was in aircraft maintenance, and then the other half was in recruiting service. Both um, I loved equally, um, but at some point, you know, you realize it's time to punch. So I ended up um, deciding to retire, moved to Florida. I took a year off uh, when I retired, mainly because I had it in my head that I wasn't going to work, you know, but I'm a workaholic, so... After about a year of like, and plus my husband works from home. So he was wanting me to make sandwiches and shit. And I'm like, that's not why I retired. So, you know, then I would leave the house and try to go to Target and then I'm spending money. So I was like, all right, I got to figure something out. So I decided to get back in the workforce, um, jump back into recruiting because I love recruiting. Uh, but what I realized is like my, so I love my company. They're great. We do great things, put, you know, get people employed. But my company isn't very veteran focused. Um, the business that side that they're in, it's just not, it's not heavy in, in, in that field. So, and it doesn't mean that I don't help veterans, but it's not the primary focus of their recruiting efforts. So I was like, okay, well, I always promised myself that when I retired, I would do something that I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like when I retired, it was during COVID and that was a complete shit show. Crazy times. Yeah. Uh, You know, and I was in the training command at Lackland where the air force basic training is. So, you know, not to get into the politics of it, but some things were just not handled the way ethically that I felt was ethically sound. So I was like, all right, it's time to bounce. Um, And that's kind of what led me to retiring. Best decision I could have made though, you know, um, but when I did retire, you know, I always said, well, I'm going to help people through this process because even trying to get help for like counseling or talking to anybody, mental health type issues, you know, because everyone believes it's not a thing and it's a huge thing for our community. Um, so I was always super passionate about, okay, like I got to help people figure out like how to do their VA stuff, like how to get things documented, how to get, because to me, it's like, they don't help us with that at the end. At the end, it's like, bye, 
Dang. Yeah. Help you with that, like at any point. I don't yeah. know how the Air Force does it, but in the Army, oh. they're like, yeah, just just go to sick hall and then leave. You know, but yeah, then, then no. you don't write. No, nobody really like you think about like the blood, sweat, and tears you you put in, and all the things that we do, and the hours that we spend, and the sacrifices that we make, and then ultimately, once you say you're retiring. Yeah, it's kind of like oh well, fine. <laughs> like you're like you're like you're leaving some kind of gang. <laughs> like you know, yeah. like they they pretty much you're dead to them. So you know, I I still have a lot of respect for people that I worked alongside. But at the end of the day, like I had to take care of my own retirement. So yeah. then you know, once I did retire, I was like, okay, well, my goal is to help you know as many veterans as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, got into the job, not really, you know. Love the job, but it wasn't really scratching that itch per se. So um, luckily I came across uh, Monty um, just because he works with uh, one of my best friends. And she was like, hey, you know, he's talking about uh, launching this group. What do you think about it? Um, He was going to he's considering bringing someone else on. Would you interview or, you know, for it? And I was like, absolutely. You know, anything that I can do. And once I talked to him. Um, and Carl, um, the other founder, I was like, this is amazing. So, you know, essentially milk Group, the, the one thing that I love about it, it one, you know, we, we do our hard launch on the 3rd of April and unlike some of the other organizations, like I love, like, I don't think there should be any c- competition when it comes right, to you know, kind of work together. Right. Yeah. Right. Like when these organizations that support our veterans, I don't care in what a- outlet or Avenue they do it. Like it cracks me up when I hear people comparing or saying like this one's better, like because every, if someone gets support there, like that's that's it. That that organization checked the box, like they met the criteria, even yep. if one person got help. Yep. So yep. to me, you know, like when people as a recruiter, when people would call me and say, "Hey, Daryl, I'm about to get out," or you know, I'm thinking about hitting the button, like what's out there for me, you know. But if it's not in my lane, what am I supposed to do? You know, like I, there's nothing I can do. I only recruit for certain things. And then we end up just like passing them off to somebody else or saying, go to this organization and see what they can do for you. And like, that's exhausting. That's exhausting for the, for the veteran. That's exhausting for their family. That's, it's just like, they, they need someone that's going to commit and dedicate their time to help Got them. Through the process. And that's a big thing yeah. is that commitment. Right. So, you know, that's what milk Root's all about. The goal is it's, it's literally going to be a community of, you know, ex military that are now in the recruiting space. Um, in some way, shape or form, not that, that actually have the capacity to hire somebody mm-hmm. and then um, or a military spouse, veteran spouse in that talent acquisition space. So that's the community. And the beautiful okay. thing about it is that any anyone in that community has the same access as anybody else. So, yeah, OK, there's people starting it, you know, myself, along with Carl and Monty. Yes, we're going to build this up. But the great thing about it is, is no one has to reach out to me to get shit done. Right. Everyone in our community has the same access. So if someone reaches out to them and they can't place them in a position, they can say, okay, well, where are you looking to be? Okay, I want to be in Texas. I want to be in oil and gas. And they can literally go to our community and find someone actively recruiting in that field, in that area, you know, that has that military background to understand what they're going through. Nice. And that was a question I was going to ask you. So you guys do, did you already have like a list set up? Like obviously this takes a lot of work because you guys are doing all the research, you know, to be able to tie a veteran and, you know, it was in North Carolina right now, but wants to move to Arizona. Oh yeah. We got a spot in Arizona. So you guys like contacting all these businesses or are you guys 
Like how? So how- yeah. So that's kind of the the phase that we're in now, which is building the community. Right. So it's it's all about vetting, making sure. Okay. Yes. Are you prior military? Are you in talent acquisition? Mm-hmm. You know that. Do you have the capability of actually hiring? Do you have positions? And then once we determine all that, then we can add them into the community. So we have this huge list of people that come April 3rd are part of the launch. Nice. Uh, And you think about like the power in numbers, especially in our veteran community. So, you know, if, if every single member, you know, if we have 200 members and every member just brings one more person, you start to think about how that could start to multiply over time and just really create this, you know, this robust community of people that it's literally one call, one click. Yes. I, I know someone in that specific field that is recruiting right now, you know, and even if that contact leads to that candidate finding out, you know what, you don't have the right experience. You don't have the right credentials. There's more things that you're going to need. Your resume is not quite what we're looking for. Right. You know, they're not hearing it. Like if I'm recruiting for healthcare, I shouldn't be looking at someone's resume telling them how, you know, marketable they are for something in it mm-hmm. we need to get them over to somebody that specifically does that um because i well, think a lot of times we, gives them, it, it, that also gives them like because we have a lot of people that you know you spend 20 years in the military you spend 30 years in the military get out of the military and be <clears throat> certified in the military to do yep. a of things like yep. a whole list of you know do surgery on people and you and you I get out and realize that, yeah and you don't have that it's not those it's not accepted or or acknowledged yeah. mm-hmm. but but even getting in with somebody that has like specific career um knowledge about like exactly what that field is looking for at least then if you don't like any of your certifications like you're not qualified for the job it's just something that that you've been working in and you want to do at least then you have almost a guide that can look at your resume and say, Hey, look, you don't have this, this, and this or things that you need. But instead of being like a blind, uh, a blind squirrel trying to like bump its head on a nut in the forest, <laughs> you can literally like go, okay, well, I don't have this, this, and this, I need to go get these three things instead of having your focus on kind of what you guess they're looking for. And then yeah. trying to get those qualifications. Like you can get those, um, like it, it I guess, narrow your focus and, and and lower the time from when you're not qualified to when you are qualified so that you can come in and your resume looks like it's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. By the time you retire or separate, because I mean, you think about this day and age, like not a lot of people are retiring. Yeah. People are getting out earlier just because there's the, the compensation piece, the retirement piece, everything's changing. Yeah. Yeah. Like people don't stay in, you know, sometimes people get out. Like my husband only stayed in for eight years. Yeah. You know, and he he followed me around. So when you yeah. look at things like our goal is that you well, know that's because you were a master sergeant major martyr. Yeah, general 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 badass goddess. <laughs> Somebody had to help carry your shoulders. I was all the things. Somebody had so, to hold your shoulders up with all that yeah. He held my cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. With all my stripes. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere. There's stripes all over the place. Yeah. How, uh, how so now people can start transitioning or going uh like transitioning out of the army like or military i guess i think two years out wise, it's two years out for everybody i right? think it's just the army or is that just the army what do you mean basically you can drop your retirement two years out now it just changed uh no for i know for air force it's a year 
Yeah, well, okay. they just changed it for the for the army. I thought it was military, and it could it could be across the board, but I haven't heard it. But I also don't. So can, up. I mean, uh, after April third, so on April fourth, if uh, if somebody plans on retiring two years from from then, um, would they be able to get a hold of Milkroot and be like, hey, I'm I would like to move to this place. I would like to do this. Can I go ahead and start? But you know. They can go ahead and contact you up to two years out when they're oh, yeah. to at, at any point in time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. our goal is that uh, yeah, we provide services that it's that one-on-one immediate contact with an actual person actually in that field in this moment that can speak to that. Because a yeah. lot of times I think we just, you, you, even if you were to go over to a certain organization, they may be able to help you, but they may not know the specifics of that you know, that career field, you know, what have you. A lot of those career fields too, they might need, to, and, and maybe for you guys is look up the SkillBridge program where a lot of those companies that aren't doing it definitely sign up for it. Like my wife does it. She's partnered with the DOD for SkillBridge. And I, that's yeah. where I did my SkillBridge. I got my real estate license. That's, yeah. You know, and you can do that in the army at six months out. I think it's for the other branches as well. Six months out, you do an internship with whatever company, you know, you're not allowed to get paid by them. Uh, Cause you're still getting paid by the military. And then at the end of the internship, they can say, Hey, we're going to keep you on or yet yeah, you're not, you know, suited for this job. So when you guys are contacting these companies to put them, you know, on your huge list, I don't know if they have to have a certain amount of employees or whatever, but hi, that yeah, all but in. No, it's, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, you said the word companies, but the beautiful thing for us is we're it's it's a it's recruiter it's people the beauty of it is is like if you were to contact me and say you know hey look dara i'm about to you know retire in like a year and a half i'm thinking about my family and i really want to go back home you know we're going to go back to north carolina yep you know this is the field i want to be in what do you recommend well i don't know because i'm in florida and that's not my field Mm -hmm. so but what i can do is go into my community and say look i have this person right here that is recruiting um, right now in North Carolina for that specific field. And they're a member of the milk group. And they're someone that has already decided and dedicated um, to take that time to work with you. And the great thing about it is, is we can have skill bridge opportunities on there. People can start connecting early. It's just to have that immediate contact as opposed to, you know, the broad um, programs that are out there where yes, they're going to support you in, in showing you all your education benefits and all these other things that you can do. But a lot of people are like, I need a job. Yep. Like, I want to know that when I punch that my family's taken care of. That's, so an for us, that's a very important time. Yeah, you know, it's a stressful absolutely. time. Like you said earlier, it's a stressful time, not just for the individual, but for the family. You know, you could, especially for individuals that, you know, serve for a long time, like, oh, and they go through the identity crisis yeah. and all the issues and, you know, absolutely not having a job and not, you know, going and doing range control or whatever, you know. It like, is a scary feeling. And like for, for me, like even me, like, when I decided to work, like, great, I was a recruiter in the military and I had a recruiter network outside of the military. So, you know, I just made a few calls and I was lined up with something, but that's not the case, you know, for majority of the people separating or retiring. They're like, who the hell do I call? And a lot of times they call someone that, you know, they either have, you know, they, you know, have a good relationship with that is now transitioned or, but again, like, unless we don't want that dead end, we never want that veteran getting out to have that dead end of, well, I tried to call these people and it, and it turned into nothing. So now I'm going to hope one of these organizations can lead me somewhere. Our goal is that we link you up with a specific person. Now, again, we can't guarantee employment, 
This community isn't about guaranteeing employment, but it's just to enhance career opportunities. You know, um, because again, we're a minority. Veterans are a minority. That is correct. You know? So like for us, it's we want to make sure that we're, you know, putting our putting our candidates in the hands of somebody who served, who understand what that process is like, um, that gives a shit and that is willing to help them and prepare them for either a position with whomever it is they work for or give a, a, a handoff to um, someone that is hiring in that same field, as opposed to just saying like, I can look at your resume, but that's about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Who's in the chat says I'm open to volunteer and train any individual. Who's when I go back um, shoot when I was living in Germany, he's asking where in Florida, well, you're in Jacksonville because who still lives in Miami as well. He travels back and forth, but he's saying he'd love to connect and, you know, help out and volunteer and do whatever. You and can. that's what we want. That's, you know, this, like this first phase is all about recruiters. Um, but we're going to have other phases that roll out where, cause there's other people within um, talent acquisition that may not be recruiting. They could be the uh, military liaisons within companies, the ones right. that drive those skill bridge programs and the numbers. So uh, we want our community to grow to a point where, you know, we have a resource for each person that would reach out. Yeah. Each person, you know, and like, and it's not up to me. It's not up to Monty. It's not, it's literally every single person has the same access as anybody else. They can you mentioned VA earlier. Yeah. You mentioned VA earlier. You guys thinking about getting like a VSO or whatever, or somebody to like talk somebody through the process of submitting there, you know? Absolutely. And that's our goal is that we have all these yeah. relationships that, you know, you know, and I'm Monty, he has these big dreams and I love it because that's how things get momentum and things stay is when you, you know, you got to keep thinking and just, you know, when you think about making decisions at the department of labor and being able to change, you know, what system norms are to better help our veterans in the future. Cause you know, it's constantly changing. Things are constantly changing, but we always want to make sure that like, when someone's getting ready to retire, they don't have to all of a sudden struggle or se when they're separating, figure out, okay, I got to create this LinkedIn. I got to get all these people to follow me to be successful. I have to, you know, that's not the case for everyone. Some people just want a solid um, employment, a solid career so that they can take care of their family and actually, you know, walk away from the military feeling confident, you know, for yeah. their future. And, and all these services, I'm, I'm, you might've mentioned are all free. Like, obviously, if somebody joins a community, like, how does that work? Like, they're all, they're all free services, obviously, right? They're not. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is literally just a community. There's yeah, no. Still recruiting. Yeah. You're just, instead of having to go find somebody to recruit, you're getting people sent to you. To exactly. Because, yeah. exactly. I mean, I've, like, I've had people reach out to me that I can't, like, I'm just not recruiting for that specific thing. Right. Yeah. And I've been able to call you know, a friend that I have recruiting somewhere else and connect them. And, you know, if you think of that on a larger scale, just having, I mean, like you would have the opportunity to make sure that everyone that would reach out, we can connect them with a person, yeah. Yeah. not a system, not submit your resume, but an actual person to say, you know, like, let's look at this, let's yeah. see if this is good for you. And let's, you know, see if we can find something. Yeah. So just, just real quick, um, because I have a couple, like I'm just in school, so I'll be, I'll be getting out of school. Um, and I have a couple of things that I wrote, like a list of things. So I need you to find me a recruiter, but I want to make, uh, approximately $1 million a year. Uh -huh. Um, and I don't, I don't like to work. 
Mm-hmm. So that minimal. I want if you can if this was a graph, right? If we had like a scale, <laughs> if you can put income up here and work input down here. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm willing to really do anything I'm not qualified to do. I need that for two hours. Where's two hours? Where's a week? Two hours is a lot for a week. <laughs> yeah, that's that, a lot. That is a lot. I don't know if you know, I, I'm on TikTok. So. <laughs> so that's your new job. Two hours on TikTok. Well, you know, like, and I mean, let's be real that a lot of our veterans, you know, when we say the word veteran, we're speaking enlisted officer, mm-hmm, any mm-hmm. rank, and, you know, even, you know, spouses, it's, it's good to connect somebody um, with someone else that has served that is now working in the civilian sector. Because hey, we all speak the same need way. a slice of humble pie to realize, yeah. look, you're not you're not going to get that much money you're yep. you're not that marketable yep. yep and here's why they yep. someone has to tell them mm-hmm. um because i think a lot of times people leave the military you know okay i left after 22 years i feel like i did some significant shit in 22 years yeah but i'm just I, like when i went to interview like i'm just not i'm a regular recruiter i didn't get some manager position i didn't because i don't want one so i had to really mm-hmm. realize like i'm not that important Mm-hmm. This yeah. company who's never heard of me, you know, yeah. I'm not master sergeant, master master, you know, yeah. <laughs> general. Yeah. Like they don't give what a you shit. Do, you should just carry that big ass patch and slap. That would be worse. Like if I had shown up to my interview, everybody in the Air Force flies planes, right? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have just pulled up to my interview in my plane. Yeah, maybe yeah, that, yeah. And, yeah. Like, maybe and that, then just like that. drop just, the mic and been like. Well, you need yeah, it. that way, if, uh, if if something happens with the plane, you can just, you know, get a, a machete out, mm-hmm. chop that thing off, and just hold on to it and parachute yeah, out. That's probably oh. what. <laughs> Makes sense. Basically, Makes a glider. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you, um, I know you guys did your soft launch. I mean, what do you guys, um, I mean, I don't know if you know or, not, or don't know, but what is, uh, have you seen that to be a problem, like that, that people get out? And, I mean, you got to think about it. it. We've all done it. You get out of the military after 20, 22, 24 years. And, you know, it, at some point, it, it, at some point, you're a, a fairly decent sized fish in the pond yeah. that you happen to be in. And then you jump out here into this ocean out here with these civilians. And, like, I mean, it's weird. It's and, weird. You're not as big a fish, but you still talk to people like you're a big fish. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It doesn't really translate well. And um, they're confused. <laughs> listening yeah, to yeah. And, and they're like, you know, like, uh, all right, I'm the I'm the new manager of McDonald's. I need everybody's strip map. Yeah. I need your I need your phone number. Like if you get a DUI, yep, you better call me. Then you're gonna yeah. work for McDonald's. Yeah. Forty five extra. You, you got forty five and forty five. I'm locking you back in the freezer area. <laughs> and your whole staff quits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pass if you want hey, to stay. Yep. Hey guys, yep. it's Friday. I need everybody to come outside. Yeah, we're gonna do a I'm safety brief. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. You're you're just gonna sweep rocks in the parking lot because you were five minutes late. <laughs> hey, I was, when I was walking in, I saw a couple. There was some weeds growing. I need yeah. to. Hey, we're gonna do a police call out here now. It is, but it's it's a crazy feeling. Like I mean, even in my role now, my mm-hmm. my coach, my lead, you know, she's a young professional. She's twenty six. She's yeah. really training to be a big lead in within our. But like, I mean, you're talking about a forty something year old and a twenty six year old. Now she's brilliant. She is exactly where she should be. 
Um, but it's like sometimes when I'm, I'll mess something up and it's because like, it should be like, why is this like, I'm like, honestly, before I got here, someone else did that for me. So I'm not used to doing it, you know, or, you know, like even just the, the simple things of, of just realizing like where you are now, I'm perfectly happy with where I am because, you know, I have kids. I want to be there for them. I didn't retire to start a whole new career, but I think people really need before they come to a recruiter and say, I want to work in this field and make this much money, they really have to have an understanding of who they want to be when they get out. Of course. And yeah. that's why the earlier, the better. And the more you connect with people that will be real with you and explain to you, like, this is what this entails. This is what's required. This is what you're going to have to do. Like, I feel like people wait way too late yep. in the process, you know, where they're scrambling and they're like, I just need to make this amount of money. And I have these skill sets but it's just not translatable or it's not, it doesn't make sense. So, you know, the goal is that we really just want to connect them with a person, person to person, someone that's really just doing it already. I'm I'm in this. This is what I do. These are the types of people we hire and this is how you compare to them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And well, you know, it's somebody needs to explain to him. I had a really good buddy of mine that uh, went and got his MBA after he retired and, uh, we got done with this MBA and I, I I called them and I was like, damn man, you're about to you're about to crush it. You're gonna be making four or five hundred thousand dollars a year. And he he laughed and he was like, yeah, I could. He's like, but I realized about halfway through this MBA program that four or five hundred thousand dollars a year sounds really good, but I don't want four or five hundred thousand dollars a year worth of responsibility. Yeah, no. Nope. I want about $70,000 worth of responsibility. I want to go home and not give a shit about what's going on at work. Exactly. I never want to manage another human being ever again. Right. Right. But but the the thing is knowing what you want and then knowing what you actually need. Like people Mm -hmm. are like, I need to make $500,000 a year for what? Yeah, no, that's very, very good. What you don't realize is that people that are making $500,000 a year are working $500,000 a year hours. Yeah. Those hours, those hours are up here. Yeah. yeah. And you miss life and you know, a lot of of it is an identity. Like people have this identity in the military and they need when they retire to still maintain this identity of being important. And on the civilian sector, that's typically done with the dollars you make. You know, the position yeah, you know what it may be done with the dollars you make, but at the same time, like in the military, your identity kind of comes from like a little bit is your rank, but a lot of it is also like there are times where you live with the people you work with twenty four hours a day for yeah. periods of time. So like they get to know you in the civilian workforce at five oh two, I don't give a shit who you are. Like I'm going to my house. Like yeah. I don't exactly. Like, and, and, oh yeah, and when I log off, I'm logged off. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they're done. Like I'm done, done. Like I don't care about what's going on here until tomorrow. You know. Whereas, and I think a lot of people don't really, don't really understand that. So like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have five hundred thousand dollars. If you can't, if if you can't enjoy spending five hundred thousand dollars, you can make five hundred million a year and still not be happy. Yeah, who's still sending that, dude? Amen. Making multiple six figures comes with too many responsibilities. Oh, yeah. Absolutely right. So he's asking a question. He said, uh, have you noticed if officers have an easier transition than enlisted? And I I 
I, I would, I would venture to say, only thing depending, on the rank, depending on the rank, they're networking Ooh. through I, – I, I do think their transition is a little bit better. Maybe Their, their, transition, maybe. Well, their transition may be better, but at the same time, they also come in with a degree. Yep. yep. So if we have to get out and get a degree or right. you know, finish our degree or whatever, so that's, a, of course, going to make it a little bit easier. Yep. But then again, they're also going into professions that we're not so much – trying to go into they're yeah, going yeah. into like HR. financial yeah, into yeah. banking into hr yeah. and things like that but there's Where- two things to look at right you have the fact that okay the opportunity mm-hmm. and then the expectation so yes for officers i think there's a lot more opportunities already pending Agreed. but it's their expectation what are they yeah. going to get so i i think the hardship um comes in when you know you have a specific salary rate that you expect Right. Or, you know, you have these things that you expect to happen because of who you were in the military. So I don't think the challenge is necessarily the opportunity, but the expectation. Yeah. Because that's from a recruiting standpoint, what we deal with when we're communicating, like we understand that you did this. But in comparison to our candidates that weren't in the military, this is what you need to have. Right. Yeah. That right. dollar amount. And that's the hard part. That's where the, the pushback is, um, because, again, they have this feeling of what they've earned or should have. And I'm not saying they shouldn't feel that way, but <laughs> the well, also, also spend a lot more time staff in, in staff positions Correct. throughout their career. Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot more. That's where, well, that's, like where the, the, that's where the, the money is going to come yeah. from later is because that's where staff positions are where middle management and management and company owners. I feel their networking are, is different too. Whereas we yeah. spend a lot of time. It is, it is. Because they're more dealing, especially when you look at the civilians. Like the networking that happens like amongst colonels and everything, yeah. or, you know, lieutenant colonels, I feel like they've already. Well, sergeant like, majors are the same way. Bridge that. Yeah, was exactly the same way. They're a bunch of inbred sergeant majors <laughs> all freaking. But that's the thing. Like the hard part is if you have like somebody that leaves the Marines um, after four years as infantry, like, what kind of network do they have? Right. And, even, yeah. and, and if you Not look at the network, they, they, also don't even have, they, they don't even have a base skill set. If you've only been in the military for, I would even say, 10 or 15 years and you decide to get out. Yeah. You have, especially as an enlisted person, I can't speak as, a, as an officer. Officers, of course, will have already had like the ability to get a master's degree and, and the ability to have staffed and done a bunch of other yep. things yep. that actually you can quantify on a resume. Right. Yeah. Where enlisted people after that amount of time, you know, there's not a there. It's very difficult to quantify things that are very qualitative. I shoot good. In our, I shoot good. Yeah. Like yeah. I shot good. <laughs> I, I blew some shit up. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, one I shot, one kill. I'm good at that. Um, but but like, especially after four years or 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 you know four, five, six, yeah. and, and sometimes even ten years, you're still at the the base level. You're a skill level one, skill level two mm-hmm. operator in whatever you're doing, and then you get out, and you're expecting to somehow transfer directly over to be a skill right. level one or two operator of whatever you're doing. Well, when you, you there's no lateral transfer from Correct. military to civilian, no. you're definitely going to go down. And if you're already if you're only a one or a two, you're going to go down to a zero. 
Yeah. And you're going to have to rebuild everything yeah. ever again. The only difference is you get to rebuild with the GI Bill or, you know, some other type of benefit. But not everybody's built for that. And, you know, like one of the goals of Milk Root is to be able to bridge that gap for someone that may not have an already developed um, network, which is more often the case. Because yeah. I, I know right now senior NCOs or even, you know, um, young officers that don't even have a LinkedIn set up that are planning to get out. You don't need LinkedIn. You don't. But if you don't have a network of people who have already said, like, I got your back, I will help you. Like, where do you start? Because we we always talk about, you know, the market and it's not what you know, but who you know. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that's it sucks, but that's that's the nature of the business. Have you found that that seems to be a problem, too, is that it seems like a lot of times we have that network, especially if you've been in the military for 20 or 22 or 24 years. You've got a network. Every one of us has a network. We don't all have the, uh, we don't all think that we're allowed to access that network to ask for these things. Exactly. Yep. We don't want to, we don't want to abuse that network and be like, oh, you know, I haven't talked to this yeah. guy for a little bit. I'm not going to call him and be like, oh, can we get a job or do you know anybody hiring? Yeah. And, you know, and, and we've talked about this before on the show. Yeah. Well, we talked about it more in like a, a mental health or like when you when you don't call somebody in your network, you're really taking away an opportunity for them to make themselves feel better to help another person because yeah. we all help other right. people. Exactly. Like stealing an opportunity from them by not asking. By them. not contacting them. Yeah, right. by not saying, yep. hey, like, you know anybody? Like, yeah. So this is good stuff. A yeah. Mind, yeah. It's a, a mindset that a lot of people that are getting out have to kind of get over. And then I think, I don't know, like I went through and you went, you retired in COVID. So I can't even imagine how difficult that would have been with all of the BS. Like, Oh, you like, couldn't get a doctor's appointment. Everything was virtual. Uh, like, yeah, everything, everything. virtual but I, I, everything. I retired closer. I, I retired exactly, almost exactly a year ago and it was closer kind of the end of COVID and even then, it was like, go into a briefing, and they may brief you. And, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to detract from the people that are, like, giving out the information at, like, uh, you know, TAP and all that stuff that are trying to get you. Like, But I am saying that they give these, like, fire hose worth of information out. Yeah. yeah. But none of it applies to – it applies to everybody and nobody all at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah, and it's just like, why am I even here? Like, you're telling, like, you're giving me. I'm a a 45 year old dude. You're giving me a class on balancing my checkbook. I know. Like, I are know. you fucking kidding me? Like, right? I don't care if it's balanced or not. I'm getting out. So what? Like, what do you have for me? If That's I don't know how to balance a checkbook, yeah. Like, first of all, the can you pay your bills? I need a job. <laughs> I was gonna say, who uses who checks is using a checkbook? Like, <laughs> I have a checkbook. But it's I don't in even like have a drawer, one. and I have to go find it every yeah. time I have to write I, some kind of I don't, check. I can't recall the last time I wrote a check. Jay, oh, I had to, like, I'm not even joking. I had to Google, like, wait, which, where do I sign? Did I <laughs> since I had written a check? I was like, how, how do I write the dollar out? Like, Yeah, like, do I need to write cents and then slash? Thanks for the stars, Rob. Nothing. Rob sent like, us some stars. Oh, Thanks, gosh. Rob. Appreciate Thanks, that. Rob. Yeah. Stars. What does that mean? It was a star monetized? So, you, so they actually go and buy stars on Facebook with their own money, and oh. then they send us stars. Oh, oh damn! Who's uh, those? 
Thank you. You sent us some stars too. And then it, Who we, sent us stars? We can turn it into uh, cash. Cheers to those sending us stars. Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks. You guys are awesome. awesome. You'll meet Husto. He's coming to, to uh, the retirement party. He's actually oh. flying in from Germany to come oh, cool, cool. in the Air Force cap. Yep. Whoa, I never see the star. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. We've got. We educated you today. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. This has been a great star. show. This is a lot of information. We got all the stars. Yeah, I can't wait. You know to why? Follow the True. progress. Press, you know, and, and see where you guys go with this. And obviously utilizing our network and veteran trash Absolutely. talk, like whatever you guys need, you know, like we're going to, I know, I know Nick's pretty close with uh, your partner. So like, yeah, this is, I mean, you stuff. guys have already done so much just setting up our swag store. Yep. So for anyone listening and, you know, obviously you can go to veteran trash talk and get very cool and hilarious swag. Um, but you can also look, look up milk Yep. Um, and then we have our swag on there. Um, as well, they're really been supportive and, you know, cause we're super small right now. And, and I, I truly, truly appreciate you guys just extending that and helping us out. What uh, do you, uh, so the recruiters that you do, that you guys use or that are in your network, how to, so if I was a recruiter and say, I, I, I wanted to help the military, but I wasn't in the military at any point. You guys are, are cool with those people contacting you and being utilized also. Yeah, so, um, so oh, I'm sorry, Reed. No, 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 go ahead. Okay, so, so everything's gonna be in a phase process. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not to say that there's not military friendly or military affiliated um, recruiters that have never been in the service that are recruiting now, but you know, we can, there's right now trying to get everything going. So our goal, is that the first phase is prior military that are in the recruiting space. And the reason why is because um, if you've ever recruited before, you know, even recruiting for the military, sometimes it's like people are numbers Mm -hmm. and we don't want that to be the case. We want to make sure when we um, tell a candidate, look, call this person, this person's going to contact you that, that, that relationship is there. You want to give that red carpet treatment. Exactly. And like when you have a military, um, veteran that has since retired, separated, what have you, that is in talent acquisition. At the end of the day, they know that process. They know what it felt like to leave. They know what it felt like to job hunt. They know what it felt like. You know, our civilian recruiters who have not served don't necessarily have that. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that, you know, a couple uh, months down the line, we're not going to, you know, grow our network more to have um, others. But right now we want that accountability that that person that, you know, went through that process is now helping someone that is going through that process. Oh, that makes that makes perfect sense. It, it, it's also it, it seems a lot more about quality instead of the quantity of the network. Yeah, one of our members said something to me um, the other day on the phone, and he was like, "You know what? I really he was like, he he was kind of on the fence with what Mill Crew was." So he was like, "Tell me about." It. He's like, "He had to call me. He has to hear words. He can't use typing." Yeah. So I was talking to him, and he was like, "Just tell me." He's like, "I don't care about quota." He's like, I'm not worried about my quota. I don't care how many people I put. I just want to help a veteran. Tell me that that's what matters and I'll do it. Yeah. So like, you know, that spoke volumes to me because it's not, it's not about me helping other people fill their positions. Right. It's about the person, you know? So for us, like, we just want to be that community that a candidate knows if I go find someone that has milk root listed, that if they cannot help me, they are going to guarantee put me in contact with someone who will. Yeah. Not just pass me along and pass me along and pass me along and send my resume over here and maybe this person will look at it. And, you know, we just want to make sure that mindset. if yeah. you guys operate like that and two years down the road, this, this thing's going to be huge. Yeah. Well, how it's do people, like, so how do people like say, um, I, you know, it, 
if I agree with what you're doing and, and I am or, or a veteran, haven't been a veteran, whatever, but I want to like help out, <clears throat> where do they send, like, can they donate to like help for your operating cost or any of that stuff? How would they do that? Is it a nonprofit or is it? So we're not set up as a nonprofit right now. I feel like over time it's going to turn into something bigger right now, legit, just a community, just yeah. a community of dedicated volunteers that, ha- that have decided to be a part of this. So um, for us, you know, anyone that is interested in hearing more, seeing how uh, mill crew can help them or seeing if they can be a part of mill crew, they can reach out to myself, to Monty. Uh, we always, we have a mill crew LinkedIn page. You can go to our mill crew um, LinkedIn page, M-I-L-C-R-U-I-T. Um, you can follow our hashtag, hashtag mill crew um, to get more information. You can stalk me on LinkedIn. Just go to my page, Dara Laura, um, and then you'll find everything. But, you know, just message us, ask. We This is a completely volunteer um, movement to build this community to where it gets to a point where literally we have someone working in every different function all over the, all over the world to, you know, help people just connect them. Like I said, with either that employment opportunity or that mentorship, um, just that support to figure out, okay, is this the right thing for me? And do I have what I need Mm -hmm. to do it? Love it. Love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Like I said, it's, it's, it sounds like it's, you guys are, a lot of people that get out of the military or a lot of military people that get together and come up with an idea, lose their freaking mind. And like, they're like, okay, today we're going to have three recruiters, but by a week from now, we're going to be on every platform. We're going to have a million recruiters and we'll be getting 4 million jobs for people all within three weeks and they like they out there they let their mind and the possibilities outpace what can actually be and it seems like you guys are really trying to be sustainable and you know be there for the long haul uh, refreshing we got to post uh, linkedin again in the chat and for those of you who still like can you repeat it again who still just rewind the video once we can't just watch it get live. <laughs> oh we're live are we live are we really you can it's rewind a, it yeah. But if you want to, if you want to say it again, Chris, Chris, you old bastard. That's why you can either find me on LinkedIn, Dara, D-A-R-A, Laura, L-O-R-A. But we always, the best thing to do is to follow hashtag Milkroot, M-I-L-C-R-U-I-T. You can also go to our Milkroot LinkedIn page. Just type in, in your search, M-I-L-C-R-U-I-T. Um, and then you will find our page with all of our people. Follow the page. Um, we have a lot of updates about things going on. April 3rd is our hard launch. That's when we um, are. We hope that our community will be up to at least 200. Um, it's really close to that right now. We just have to load them um, because we have a separate platform for our community. And once we have that, I mean, that's 200 people that have already decided that, yes, I'm here for it. And if each one of those that week invites another person and this thing will just grow exponentially over time. Cause the, what will make this function is the members is yeah. the community. It's a community led community driven um, organization. It's, it's everyone has the same capacity to help as anybody else. So that's our goal. Um, and then anyone that's interested or, or about to transition or already transitioned or has a spouse that's going through, you know, whether it be a move PCS, what have you, and needs, you know, they can reach out. They can come to Milk Group. 
Um, our community will only be recruiters, not candidates, because we can't have a candidate linking with another candidate. It'd be a waste of damn time. Yeah. So it's all recruiters, but they can reach out to anybody that's within our male group network and say, hey, look, I need this. And every single person will have the capacity to go on our page, to go on our community page and find someone that they can directly link them up with. Love it. That's awesome. Love it. This was a great time. A lot of information. Um, thanks for coming on. I think we definitely, Absolutely. once you guys, once you guys go live, live, um, you know, maybe let's schedule with, 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 with us and get you back on. Yeah. It'd be cool if you could have all three of us on me, Carl yeah. Um, yeah, and great. Monty. That would, would be great. Be great to, it'd, it'd definitely be great to have you guys back on in yeah. a few months yeah. just to see where you're at. And uh, that would be awesome. It makes so much sense. And it's a, you know, it's like we, you know, we've talked about on the show before. It's just people putting the skin in the game and yep. just volunteering their time. You don't have to, you don't have exactly. to do a lot. You just have to do something. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's awesome. Even if it's easy as as getting a bunch of recruiters together. Yeah. How does that even work? Do you guys are you honest with each other? Because you're not honest when you're recruiters in the room. <laughs> We're not gonna get. Are you guys just lie to each other? Honestly, no cap. Um, <laughs> all, all lowercase. All caps lock. Yeah. Um, we so the beauty of this is it's not. I mean, I can't speak for what recruiters do, you know, within their own realms. But you know, this is this they is lied all the time. No, I did not. This is a give, give. Because if someone were to reach out to me and say, "Dara, I have someone interested in this um, specific function that needs to be in Georgia," like if I can help that, that's a win-win. I help this veteran yeah. and. I'm making mission essentially. So it's like, you know, but that's not the focus. Like we want to make, you know, that's why initially rolling out, there's not going to be a job board. You know, we're not going to have all these things where, because it's not about what we need. It's going to be about what the candidate needs, Mm -hmm. you know, over time as things grow. Yes, absolutely. We, we see it being, you know, a very, very um, robust job board with recruiters that are actually recruiting. Not, I used to be a recruiter, so maybe I can help you. No, like, yeah. legit recruiting um you know our goal is just that when someone comes to us that they end with us because we all know how many times we were passed off or how many calls we had to make how many emails we had to send and, and like we want to we want to reduce that by just making them contact with one person and it's a done deal awesome again thank you so much for everything no, i appreciate you guys having us yeah, for everybody that tuned in late. I have one more question. You have one more question? One more question. You keep asking about, questions. It was just one more. It's the last one. It's going to be a good question. I feel like this is going to be it, buddy. This is going to be thoughts, it. Great. What are your thoughts on taking a job by force, though? Like if you just go in to the office dressed for success and you just sit out at the desk. Just take it. Find a desk. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, the boss comes in and he's like, why are you at my desk? Like, this is here. my desk. I'm going to be here until you pay me. Get out of my office. I don't feel like that has in the, you know, it doesn't have a good track record. I feel like it could work. I feel like you should try it. You wear like Walmart. I I feel like that could work though. No, I'm not wearing Walmart. I'm talking about No, this guy at Walmart does it. He wears like a Walmart outfit and he goes in there and starts like advising customers and a manager will come out and be like, who are you? (laughs) Oh my God. Is this real? I'm going to take a Walmart job by force. I'm I'm trying to take the CEO of Walmart's job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just show, like, up, just on show up. Yeah. Be like, hey, Martha, how's it going? Walk yeah. in. And she's like, first of all, my name's not Martha. Yeah. Secondly, it is today. Uh, yeah. who are you? <laughs> and then I just sit down and she comes down. Like, Get out of my office. What are you doing? I need uh, I need a cup of coffee. Yeah. A little bit of cream. 
So what are my calls today? Yeah. She's like, I don't even know who you are. I mean, just go Send all out and go to like SpaceX or yeah. something. You know? That's what I'm saying. You're like, you're really, you have very low, like you're That's thinking it. like Walmart level. It, go hard. Yeah. Go yeah. Like, walk yeah. up into Wells Fargo or something and just go behind the counter. Yeah. <laughs> just start working. Like just, you, I just work. Yeah. You know what? You work for free for long enough. They'll pay you. <laughs> Just depends on how well the job goes. Yeah. So for everyone listening, ignore what Buddy is saying and follow Mill Cruz. What's okay. that? I said for everyone listening, please ignore what Buddy is saying and follow Mill Cruz. If you actually want to be employed. I'm yeah. just saying this may not work, but you could add it to your yeah. list. But if Mill Crew doesn't work, definitely hit Buddy up. He's got some great career advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Take it by force, guys. Yeah, take it by take force. Take it by force. Hey. Yeah, you won't get arrested. It'll be fine. It's like Green Beret. Yeah. And, work and if it, hey, and if someone tries to arrest you, just be like, I'm a disabled veteran. Like and back you, up. Hey, pull the veteran days, card. Then you pull out your TikTok and you're like, look at these people. I'm it. This is my job. Oh, you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're screwed now. I'm taking you to court. Yep. I work here. Yeah. Look. Buddy didn't want TikTok a few minutes ago. Now he's using hey, it to regulate yeah, his I'm, stolen job. I, I will tell you that um, this is I, how the Chinese are winning right here. You do that. The only other thing I'll say, if you're going to take a job by force, take a clipboard with you because nobody asks any questions if you have a clipboard. Yeah, that's yeah. true, though. It's looking important. Yeah. If you're walking around with paper, like looking oh, like you're doing oh, something. Yeah. Oh, people. Leave Matter of fact, clean the restroom and target one time. They'll hire your ass. They'll be like, look. <laughs> like he cleaned the bathroom, so someone's out. Someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone's out. He's like on the phone every time somebody's like trying to tell you, like, hold up, yeah. I'm on a call. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my, <laughs> where's my coffee with cream? Or bring a walkie-talkie in. Who are you? Just keep saying Elon, like you're talking to like Elon Musk. Like Elon, wait a second. There's a person here. Do you have my coffee yet? Just keep it, <laughs> keep it moving from there. They will show up in in a suit. Oh, it's somebody who showed up with a clipboard and an earpiece, yeah. and now we're trading on the we're we're trading on the open market. It's I don't get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our shares are up five percent. Yep, and it's just because the guy with a clipboard showed up. That's good. I feel like it, it could work. <laughs> who still says he's gonna try it? To take it by force, awesome. Yeah, and I just like everyone to know, this is why Buddy could be the guy you reach out to for help. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's, your, that's why we. He is why we have milk crew. I'll tell you that this call, there. this call is going to go a lot like, who is this? <laughs> Run, dude. Run. <laughs> like, what did you? I was joking. That was. That's not a good idea. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, right. any more right. questions, buddy? No, 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 that's the last one. That was just hey, to all our viewers, thanks again for tuning Thank in. Let's go. Rob, thanks for the stars. You guys rock. Uh, if you just tuned in and you want to rewatch this, go to YouTube later. Go to VeteranTrashTalk.com. That's our website. It has all the links to Spotify. I think we're on Apple Music as well, Apple iTunes or some shit like that. I don't know. Yes, God spoke. That's Chris. You guys can't hear Chris, but we hear him. So um, you yeah. check that out. Go to GruntWorksClothing.com or go to shop.veterantrashtalk.com check out our awesome merch all right we got a bunch of teas on there yeah the milk crew yes yes and uh hope you guys have a great saturday we're gonna get pretty wrecked tonight we got a big party tonight huh? i'll celebrate for nick too tell him i said yeah. happy birthday so for those of you that follow face man uh on facebook there's probably gonna be a lot of videos on there and pictures of the craziness tonight so we'll be out in phoenix partying it up 
Thanks again, everybody. We'll catch you guys. Thank next you. Time. Thanks for being on.